1: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. There's a war on public education. I mean, man, it's seen in militaristic terms. Well, you know, significantly, there have been disagreements and uh, the agenda has been altered somewhat when it came to the sex ed curriculum we knew that there had been uh, obviously a lot of people discontent with the way the liberals had uh, rolled it out and one of those was Tanya Granick allen who ran for the PC leadership and actually carried some favor to the extent that she got Doug Ford's attention when she supported him it might have helped him uh, put him over the top because as a social conservative she uh, took umbrage with some of the things that were being foisted upon the parents and the kids, and so I just wanted to get a sense from Ms. Allen how she feels about some of these new wrinkles or updates on the sex ed curriculum. Tanya Granick, allen joins us here on The Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Tanya, how are you keeping?
0: Uh, I'm doing well, but obviously, um, you know, given what has happened over in New Zealand, uh, you know, my heart goes out to the victims and uh, uh, you know, with with the this attack on the mosque and you know, it, I'm a big uh, proponent of the freedom of religion, and and nobody should be attacked ever with violence, let alone at a place of worship. So, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with uh, the Muslim community.
1: Amen to that. On this matter of the curriculum being changed, I think specifically on the sex ed front, I'm kind of interested because uh, your thoughts, Lisa Thompson, the minister, was with us, and, for example, gender identity will now be introduced to students in grade 8 rather than grade 2. So that six-year disparity, she felt, was uh, more appropriate. Uh, I know you were against that really uh, on the very premise of uh, gender identity. So how do you feel about this new wrinkle?
0: Well, many Ontario parents are completely uncomfortable with this unscientific theory being taught in the classroom. And uh, we don't have to look further than our own Premier Doug Ford, who campaigned on this issue last year when he said himself that gender identity theory and he described it as a liberal ideology, and he, he pointed to that as being one of the problems with the Kathleen Wynn sex ed curriculum. Uh, so, you know, of course, um, it's quite disturbing that uh, here his own Minister of Education is now suggesting that we're going to keep this in the curriculum. But let's not fool ourselves. Uh, this is no, there's no, been nothing new uh, announced today about the sex ed curriculum. Uh, in January, through court proceedings with the Teachers' Unions versus the Ministry of Education, lisa thompson's own lawyers confirmed that anything goes right now in education that yes children can learn gender identity theory so they have been learning gender identity theory in many classrooms already and it doesn't matter what age because the government lawyers and including the assistant deputy minister of education was very clear that children can learn any material from any grade they just don't have to be tested on it so in fact children In grade one or kindergarten could still very well be learning about gender identity theory right now before we look at this new curriculum which is allegedly coming out in in May.
1: All right uh, but if the curriculum then establishes that there are certain age-appropriate guidelines uh, some teachers will still have the flexibility if asked or prompted to bring up the material. Uh, Is that appropriate?
0: Well, children are, the, the material is being brought up currently, so not, this is nothing new. Uh, I think that it's never age appropriate to teach children things that aren't rooted in science. That's me as a parent of four young children. I like my children to learn things rooted in scientific fact, uh, and uh, clearly this is something that Doug Ford uh, thinks as well when he, com- did, but he suggested gender identity theory was liberal ideology. When he was interviewed by Andrew Lawton last February during the leadership. So what has changed since then? I don't know. I'm in fact, I would encourage you to get Doug on the show and play the clip and say, "Hey, Doug, what, what, has your thinking changed? Last year, you know, you weren't for gender identity theory, and now it's back in, or it's announced that uh, that your ministry, Minister of Education, is going to continue with it. So, you know, I would suggest getting Doug on the show and see what he thinks.
1: That's a good idea. And so I'll follow up on that. I appreciate you giving me, uh, you know, I'll take that under advisement. But here, Tanya, Tanya Granick allen is with us, by the way, former Ontario PC candidate who has taken umbrage with the sex ed curriculum back then. And even now that it's supposedly been updated, uh, it has been to a certain extent. But you're saying there are aspects of uh, which you were against back then that are still enshrined in this. By the way, on the matter of the gender identity, I mean, is there a, a does Doug Ford really have a choice? Because I mean, for two reasons, it's also enshrined in the ontario human rights code is it not recognition of gender identity
0: well, look, nobody's like everybody in like in schools we should always teach love and dignity uh, of, of all persons, 100%, bar none, regardless of one's title or, or label or whatever, or identity, 100%. So that always, I mean, I think that's always so enshrined in this when we talk about not bullying. We have a lot of uh, anti-bullying education in our schools, and I think that's a good thing. So, uh, no, I think that that's something that all humans should learn, is love and dignity and promoting that of each person. Yeah, but this uh, is specific,
1: so, gender identity. If a person chooses to identify a certain way, I mean... Yep. Uh,
0: no, no, I appreciate that, but let's understand that what we're suggesting, and, and as Doug Ford put it very plainly, is that we're teaching children that there are six, seven, eight, you know, apparently now internationally up to, what, 84 genders, that children can pick and choose their gender. And scientific research has shown that that's not uh, sexual neuroscientists have shown that that's actually not uh, scientifically proven. So I think that classrooms, I think like Doug actually, that I agree with him, that I don't think classrooms should be used as, uh, as vehicles of Marxist nonsense or indoctrination. I agree with him. It shouldn't be Marxist nonsense taught ta- ta- to kids in the classroom. But,
1: but Tanya, when Lisa Thompson told me last hour they had broad and comprehensive consultations with 72,000 stakeholders and this is what they've arrived at, can you understand in real politic terms they have to strike a compromise balance.
0: Well, here's what I know, John, is that I personally, during that consultative time, delivered over 35,000 hand-signed uh, petitions from 35,000 Ontarians where they signed their, they requested that there not be included of gender identity theory taught in the schools and that parents be given an opt-out. So I don't know. I haven't seen the results of her consultation. We were told it would happen in May. She didn't reveal any of the results of the consultation today. But what I know is that uh, that's what parents have asked for. So if we we're talking about democracy and numbers, the numbers are there. And, uh, you know, if she'd like to reveal her numbers, great. But I know over 35,000, at least 35,000, have submitted asking no gender identity theory. It's common sense. Again, I agree with Doug on this. He said it last year. It's liberal ideology. I happen to agree with him. I didn't campaign on this last year. Let's be clear. I never brought up gender identity theory. He did. And, and I appreciate that. And I agree with him. So uh, we've got to get it right. These are our kids. These are kids, our most precious asset, and I think we should give them the best possible start we can in the classroom. And that includes teaching them facts and not unproven theories.
1: Well, it's a fact that same-sex relationships have been legally recognized in the province as well. That's being taught. Do you have an, uh, an issue with that?
0: I don't, I don't know what is being taught because she hasn't revealed the curriculum. Apparently it's coming out in May. But listen, I'll be happy to come on in May once she reveals the curriculum and we can go line by line and chat all about that. Well, Um, she did
1: tell me last hour that that's definitely in the curriculum, same-sex relationships.
0: Okay, well, I, I didn't hear that in her press conference, and I can just only go by, uh, and I'm sorry, I apologize. I didn't hear your show. I was actually having car trouble, believe it or not. <laughs> um, but what I did hear, though, strangely enough, though, what I did hear through um, some reporters who tweeted it uh, through a scrum disaster, I guess this morning, is that Lisa Thompson also said that parents will not have an opt-out for gender identity theory. So you have to, your children have to be subjected to this, this teaching in the classroom. Apparently, the opt-out will be available for other things, but not the gender identity theory. So I find that quite uh, shocking. Because at the remains of the day, John, it's not the government's responsibility to raise children. It's the parents' job. This is our jurisdiction. We get to raise our kids. It's our kids, our call, and the government should not be interfering with the way parents raise their children. It's atrocious. And so they need to stay in their lane, and uh, ultimately, parents' rights must reign supreme.
1: Well, uh, the sovereignty of the parents is something that I would safeguard. The only thing I'm kind of curious about is that uh, you're saying gender identity is not something from which parents could opt out. When I had the general impression from Lisa Thompson that this was sort of a blanket thing where parents on religious or conscientious grounds could opt out. She was actually thankful that I raised that specter. And uh, so I took for granted that it meant anything and everything, all items along the list. And you're saying not specifically gender identity. You can't opt out from that.
0: Yeah, I saw a tweet by Marika Walsh and uh, Kristen Ruschowy, uh two reporters who tweeted that out, and I saw that, and in fact, in a communication to our over 85,000, 90,000 supporters uh, for the organization I work with, I mentioned that, and I think that is quite a shocking statement from our Minister of Education. And uh, I think no, parents want, want, no parent wants to be bullied by the government and telling them what they can and cannot do.
1: So finally, Tanya, when uh, the minister says the core focus will be on protecting students physically, socially, and emotionally, uh, you think that's somewhat misleading?
0: those are beautiful statements uh but until i see the curriculum i don't know if this curriculum uh will be harmful or not i mean what i do know is what she said and the one specific thing she did point out was gender identity that that would continue to be taught and that parents will not be able to opt out uh i do think it's harmful to again teach unscientific theories i'm a parent you know i'm very involved with the education of my children uh and i know that um A lot of parents, many, many parents have concerns with their children learning about, you know, 6, 12, 84 genders. Uh, Most parents find that shocking. And I think it's the parent's decision to decide it's a parent's call as to what their children should learn and at what age. Because let's face it, a lot of kids, a lot of adults are confused by gender identity theory. And I don't want to get into the, 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 the nitty-gritty about whether, uh, what, uh, debating gender identity theory. But what I have seen is the scientific research and, you know, Dr. Deborah So a celebrated sexual neuroscientist, She's very clear that this should not be taught in schools. This is not appropriate. It's unscientific. It's not rooted in science.
1: All right. Uh, As we say, uh, or you do anyway, that this is something you want to wait and see what the specifics are. Uh, I thought maybe this had already been somewhat, uh, you know, put down as uh, the new rules of engagement, but it'll be uh, up to us to decide come May 1. We'll try to get Doug on to explain. Uh, I guess the minister wasn't as clear as I needed her to be. And uh, certainly you were rather forthright in your own position, Tanya, as we've come to know you. And so uh, perhaps we'll follow up after we get more details May 1. How's that?
0: That's the. I'd love to come back, absolutely.
1: Okay, look forward to it. You have a good day and a great weekend.
0: Thank you very much.
1: All right, Tanya Granik-Allen, former Ontario PC candidate and commentator, needless to say, on that matter of the education, the sex ed curriculum. I mean, this is all part of the broader tweaking to the education system, which has got the union shorts in a knot because they think their uh, members are going to be depleted. With the class sizes, certainly from grades nine onward, uh, the average size will go from 22 to 28. They haven't touched the size of kindergarten. After grade four, slightly in the primary grades, it'll be about one extra student per class on average. And maybe across a province with thousands of schools, it will lead to a certain attrition rate. And this is why the unions are resisting, and they're saying that uh, really what the minister has set herself up for was uh, an inevitable clash.